what up, what up, what up. It's been a fucking time, long ass time since I've been on this. Hold up, let me actually just put my phone down. Um, also, you're going to be hearing a lot of geese in the background. I apologize for that. And I really don't have any plan for this recording. I kind of just need to force myself to start doing this again. Um, so what's been going on with my life for the past year? Why hasn't Renee Fico been podcasting or doing activism for the past year? Um, well, I am in first year university. So after my journey that I went on in BC, which was the last time I was podcasting, I pretty much decided that I hated myself. <laughs> and I was like, let's go be a, a conformist, capitalist, school-loving, serving student and study. So I went and studied, and I received an opportunity to play rugby for my school. Um, for anyone that didn't listen to the other podcasts, I've been playing rugby for quite some time, and I, I very much missed it throughout the COVID pandemic. And yeah, so I, I really, I decided that I needed to do something for myself, um, because over the past few years, I've been, I've been doing a lot of work for the planet and my community and people, so... I was like, I'm going to be a little bit more selfish and sort of build on my character, but also, you know, being in this world of like environmentalism and activism, you really have to like take care of your mental health. Um, so coming into university, like obviously at, like everybody feels those like social pressures of um, wanting to fit in and have friends and like get invited to parties and whatnot. So I'm not going to sit here and deny I was just talking to my friend about this. Like that tainted my activism, but my ability to be true to myself and like my character and like what I enjoy. So all those things combined, I was like, I don't really know if I want to be putting my thoughts and just talking online right now. Um, but then I also recently had this epiphany where I'm I'm really done with like social media and like fake social media activism. Even myself, like most of the stuff I post is complete bullshit. Like it literally just distracts you. So if I'm going to use online platform for, you know, activism or talking about politics I think you need to get my thoughts in raw form because I think text anytime we're writing anything or reading anything online or looking at like an Instagram post, it can be deceiving or perceived in another way. So I might as well just like dump my brain onto a podcast so people can hear my views, hear how I think, um, you know, and then just a section for people to give me feedback or give me topics that they want me to talk about or hear more about or, you know, give me suggestions on guests that I should have, whatever. So today, yeah, that was kind of the next thing I was going to bring up is just like, I'm sort of changing 
the direction of where this podcast is going. Um, and I'm just going to slide a little joke in here for a second because most of the reason... <laughs> okay. Most of the reason I have to kind of change the trajectory or the narrative of this podcast is if you listen to like the clip like the podcast before this one I think um I I definitely sound like I want men in cages so I would just like to reiterate that that is not true I don't want men in cages (laughs) I love men I'm sexually attracted to men (laughs) and I find that a lot of times you know the like you know I'm a feminist but I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm not socially ingrained to care like to not fully care about like male validation and like that whole persona that you you know like put out to men and like (laughs) I have to be you know just because like this does sort of intersect with like my private life a little bit um you know, I have to be a little bit more refined um, and sort of careful um, and maybe more aware of of sensitivity on certain issues or views. Um, <laughs> okay, I feel like a lot of people know where I'm going with this, but, like, let's even sort of transition to, like, the next segment about that still being like such a huge problem in our society like me just having a feminist podcast will scare every man within like a hundred kilometer radius of me or like if I were to ever mention that to a man like not only would he shit himself and then like clench his ass and like duck walk away from me or something like (laughs) like Sometimes we think that, um, you know, it's always the right thing to stand up to men. Um, But based on my experiences, and, you know, this is why I always tell people how, like, prevalent, but how violent and dangerous the patriarchy still is, and, like, how much violence really goes on, and, like, how much acts of violence are committed to women just totally based on the fact that they have a pussy is like um I have like I'll just give you one little recent um thing that happened to me at the club was like there was this these this large group of men um that were not shoving people out of the way to move out of the way they were actively shoving like smaller women around them and and I felt the way that they had shoved me and I knew that it was violent but obviously I'm I'm more intuitive and aware and I knew that there was definitely a part of them that was getting off off of shoving everybody in in a way where they knew they had power and you know I said something and I was like hey like you know you guys know better like you can't shove someone like that like I don't care if you're trying to get out of the way that's way too aggressive and I'm very lucky that, you know, we're in a bouncer club setting. Um, you know, this is like an easier experience that I've had. 
you know, it was more, it was obviously just verbal assaults on me. Like, it was the easiest one, like the classic, oh, you crazy bitch, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about, you know, like, because no one calls those bitches out. So they're like, oh, you little bitch, shut up. Sit down and be quiet, whatever, right? Um, um, so I just kind of like laughed in their faces. But sometimes, like, because there's like this internalized violence and, and hatred that men can have for women, just like totally based off of gender, um, you know, a woman by herself, you know, standing up to a, a group of men, I, like, I'm not gonna say that, like, even someone like myself, who's, like, strong and, like, very outspoken, hasn't had scenarios where, like, I was at risk of, like, violence or, like, even just experiences where I was put down because I was in a position where that man had power over me and, and took advantage of that power over me in that situation. So, like, um, going back to, like, just me in the podcast... Um, like, it it just shows a lot about how the work that, you know, collectively we haven't allowed men to do with not even just, like, gender theory, but addressing violence against women. Like, it's something that's still, like, an elephant in the room for a lot of people. Um, and I, I see it all the time. So, you know, me talking about those issues and, like, including feminism, because, like, obviously I'm going to talk about some of my personal experiences on this podcast. Like, I'm not going to name any names, but, like, you know, I've, I've been, I've had, I've, I've lived a little bit, so, <laughs> you know, like, I'm a good person to talk about this stuff. Um, but obviously, like, for people who know me, like, I don't come from, like, the lowest of the lowest class, you know, like, I'm not gonna sit here and lie and be like, yeah, my family was on, like, government housing, that was not the case, like, most of my childhood at the beginning was, like, very privileged, very suburban, you know, like, just that American dream, whatever kind of childhood, um, but then sort of towards my teenage years, like, I fell on more of the lower, the lower class spectrum and, like, saw and experienced, some of this stuff and like you know it's sad and like I say this about indigenous issues too like a lot of the women that end up speaking about feminism um or like just indigenous issues like usually they're in more of like a position of of privilege to like have that voice and they're but you know not to generalize or or label anybody but you know, predominantly, it's usually the ones at the more brute end of society experiencing a lot more of this kind of, like, violence and, you know, just, like, oppression, right? Like, we know it, we know it really well, like, um, so pretty much to sort of end off where I'm going with, you know, my talks is, you know, I don't know if people want me to talk more sort of personally about some of those experiences um or you know like we could have a few episodes like that um but mainly why I want to get more back into podcasting is I know I have a very special approach to environmentalism and more of this like 
radical, more spiritual idea and something that, you know, really is pushing me to want to get on here and talk again is the intersection of COVID-19 and environmentalism that a lot of people are really afraid to talk about. Um, But I'm going to, I'm going to do a 360 here and say that for any like environmentalist listening, um, it's, it's an issue that we have to address because we're so disconnected because of COVID-19 that right now we're, we're starting, we're not even like, we're not starting from the place we left off in 19, in 2019. Where the movement of like Fridays for Future and environmentalism was before the pandemic has completely been dismantled and shattered. I don't really, I can't really say particularly like in Europe or other parts of the world but what I'm saying in, like, Canada and the United States and just more, like, Western society is it's been completely shattered. Um, and, you know, environmentalism is, like, one of those specialties where it's sort of the opposite of, like, mathematics or science because, you know, you can go into those fields and those careers and like never talk to anyone and just like be totally in your work and probably you know have some still effect on the world or whatever and I mean there are a lot of cases in environmentalism where that's also true um but we know that we're not going to engineer our way out of this problem we're not going to buy our way out of this problem there's not going to be an equation that's going to solve climate change what a lot of people are having a hard time addressing is it's 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 more of a social and an economic issue than it is a science and, and technology issue um so what what concerns me about picking up the pieces of like you know what we're currently going to see now with like this new wave of environmentalism is just like people are forgetting how important it is to work together and have co-peer relationships um and you don't have to like the people that you work with but when you know there are not a lot of people who care about the environment there's not a lot of us left especially after covid and um you know, we, we've heard the phrase like a million times, like all hands on deck, you know, but I think people really forget like the importance and like the meaning of what that means is like, we have to come together to solve this problem. If humans don't find middle ground or ways to work together, and we keep creating more pathways of learning how to avoid each other. Listen to what I'm saying very carefully. We are going down a very matrix, patriarchal, dominator culture path. Because COVID was just the beginning. And don't even call me a conspiracy theorist because Terrence McKenna and many of the philosophers 
of the 70s and even going back all the way until the 1800s of like Greek mythology science society have talked about the dominator culture and if you need sort of an image in your head I'd like you to picture a monopoly board but I'd like you to picture that monopoly board as a table and I'd like you to think about the most powerful people you can think about sitting at that table and then I want you to envision the monopoly game of how every little plot on the that game board is a it represents a part of the world and all the people that sit on that and if you need an idea of what a dominator culture is I think that's the best one visually I can give you that like comes to my mind so why is all this important well for some of us that still care or you know you're like interested in like what I have to say um, there's not a lot of time left and we're running out of resources and a lot of us still want to have kids and like grow old and like smoke weed on the beach and have like old people parties and have like food at those old people parties and, and stuff. So, you know, there's a good chance that like, if we don't do something, um, we'll be forced in a state of anarchy that no one will want to be in because a lot of those scary ideas of like what you think anarchy is would probably subject if we don't get ahead in environmentalism because as most people know it's interconnected to pretty much everything that has to do with our world and I'm never going to give up, I guess. And I guess that's why I'm still here. Um, And I'm going to keep being here for a long time. Um, So, like, I guess even just one last thing of, like, why I didn't make podcasts for a bit. And, like, I don't know how many podcasts I'm going to be making in the summer, but I'm going to try and bang out a few before I leave. Um, But I'm also going tree planting this summer. Um... Because, you know, the only way I can keep this going with my mental health and, like, believe in something and, like, I guess have the motivation to, like, care is, you know, going back to the roots of why I actually care and, like, what my values are. But it's, like, you know, we're going to get into it. Like, we can talk about hippie communes and, like, you know, I want to be able to provide people with, like, resources so they can learn about like those alternative lifestyles and stuff like that um but you know if I really believe in this shit you know if I really want to see this shit happen you know you have to go out and live it you have to go out and, and embody it before you can preach it you know like you can't want to influence or you know do something when you're when you're not even sure if of yourself or who you are especially if you want to like lead people and inspire people and and challenge people you have to be very 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 sure of yourself and and a lot of ways through everything that I've done you know even me turning 20 I'm, I'm not there yet I'm not fully sure of myself but you know again going back to these connections to nature and spirituality and you know, we could even get into, like, a higher power of, like, 
you know, connecting it to like the psychedelic renaissance. But you have to have those spiritual connections, you know, to so you're authentically doing it in a way that is totally just in service to the planet. You know, a lot of times there are a lot of people who still want to capitalize off of environmentalism and they, and they go into it for the money. And I've never really been open, you know, recently, especially being in university about worrying about what people think, you know, but it's like I'm, I'm seeing this Tra- trajectory and you know I, I'm I've been silenced and we'll even connect it back to COVID-19 being a, p- a part of that silence a little bit um but it, now like because you know the masks are being lifted and you know people bo- a little bit more like open-minded um you know that's why I feel like I can talk more about this but yeah like I I felt like I couldn't make these kinds of podcasts in the lockdown, you know, and maybe was a little bit more honest about how I thought because of that fear of like what other people think. So to end off this podcast, I'd I'd like anyone still listening who wants an external resource to a, a better podcast and where I've gotten some of my ideas and my inspiration from, I'm going to put a link. But if I can't put the link in the bio, trust T-R-U-S-T, Yourself, Yourself, by Terrence, with a T, Terrence McKenna. Go listen to that. It's a 10-minute little podcast. If you can watch the after-school episode on YouTube, do that. But I just, I'm going to end it off there. And I don't know when I'm going to come on here next, um, but please provide some feedback of where you want to see this go like do you want to see more of a mix of like environmentalism and feminism do you only want to see environmentalism do you only want to see feminism it's kind of still my choice at the end of the day um but i do want to listen to people's feedback also don't be afraid to challenge me on my ideas and how i think challenging me and giving me another perspective helps me learn it helps me grow it helps me become a better person and understand other people's opinions and their perspectives and where they're coming from so please you know feel free to you know share your opinions or whatever you know I can't read and respond to everything but I try and I try and do my best because again it's really helpful even sending like voice messages is even better um or videos whatever it might be um but yeah hopefully there's some more people out there that care because I care So if you're feeling lost or hopeless, just know I'm still here. All right. Have a good day. Bye.